At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 38, brought to you the week of October the 8th, 2007. Technically, exactly two months past my birthday. So, if you missed that, go back a few shows, two months worth of shows, and uh, you can retroactively send me a gift through PayPal. Uh, Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and make half-hearted attempts to get cash for birthdays past. And we also invite you to do the same and tell stories, not proposition people for money. I'm your host. My name is James, and I'm joined by my guest host. Tell the people who he is. Who you and are. it's Trevor from up here in Canada again. Dun, dun, dun. I was supposed to be a celebratory riff, not a scary Vincent Price riff, but... Either way, folks, Trevor is back in full effect. He is from the hat of America. That's what I call Canada. The hat of America? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on a t-shirt, and I was waiting for the right opportunity to spring that one out. The hat of America. <laughs> it's, it's, guess, the only time, it's, it's the only reason why you invited me out here, wasn't it? <laughs> it is. Thanks, folks. That's our show for today. But... Uh, uh, Hello, Brianna. It's like, and my daughter has just walked in the room. All right. Hi, Bree. Welcome to Nobody's Listening. You can be our second guest host. Anyway, um, I just got back. I don't know what's been going on in your world, but I just got back from a week's vacation. So this this show, I'm going to tell some stories about my vacation. People have been asking when, you know, the, the co-host thing's great, the guest host thing's great, James, but when are you going to tell some stories again? And so... Uh, I told him as soon as I had one of these throwaway guest hosts back, then then we would do that. So I, I'm I'm sorry. Last time you you actually said that I I was the best you could scrape up at the last minute. Now I'm a throwaway host. <laughs> well, I'm, feel, I'm feeling the love. <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight? There's the RIAA coming after me. Anyway, before we get too far into this, and before I totally offend my gracious guest host who filled in at the last possible minute saving the show from total annihilation it's time for this what's been going on here's your weekly update it's all right well anyway it's so great to be back i've been on a week's vacation and uh 
my weekly update really has very little to do with that. It's it's actually the day we were leaving. I'm wearing this ratty old T-shirt that I that I bought uh, or actually created for a kids camp themed VBS that I did here and um, a few years ago. It's really old and ratty, but anyway, my daughter's looking at it. And it, it says the word camp across it. And in the in the P, there is a symbol there. And she goes, she points at it. She says, what is that? And I look down and uh, she, she says, uh, or I said, that's a, that's a, that's a bear paw. It's a paw. And I said, she says, bear paw. I said, yeah, bear paw. She says, grandpa. So it was, uh, it was quite hilarious to me that she made the jump between bear paw, which she didn't understand to a grandpa. So, now, uh, if you do have a grandpa, you'll probably want to check his hands and make sure that he doesn't have claws because uh, that wasn't as funny as I was hoping it would be. I'm pretty depressed now because, man, it was hilarious when it happened. For the first time ever in, in nobody's listening history, we have a you-had-to-be-there story from yours truly. Bear paw well, to grandpa. Most of them are. Most of them are actually. You know, you have to be there, but you know, you you, you fill in the details. You know, yeah. There there were no details. <laughs> it just it went down like that. Okay, here we go. Um, this, if you can't be funny, be memorable. That's that's the way I am. If you can't be good, be memorable. So here here's your memorable moment. We have a lot of women that listen to our show, and and I don't mean girls. I mean women, and I actually I approve I approve of that because. Women, women kind of get overlooked in the whole podcast world. So here's a story for all the ladies out there, um, and and I don't know why I said that, but it has to do with me and my daughter. And man, nobody loves a good daddy story like a, like an awesome lady. So um, we were actually at Disney World and the Animal Kingdom, and they have this amazing uh, playland set up for kids eight and under, and it's done up like a boneyard excavation site, like a like a Jurassic Park thing. It is the most amazing theme thing you ever saw. But uh, it, it you'll find out later when I tell you some stories, it pretty much rained the entire trip. And um, Well, that sucks. Yeah, it, 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 it was okay. It was all right. Rain, you know, was okay. But anyway, it started raining while we were playing in this thing, my daughter and I, and we uh, we had no choice. We ran into a cave. A dinosaur cave. In this cave, it had secret passages all through it, and you know, it had a fake skeleton of a of a Palatiosaurus Rex, something, a pterodactyl, something, triceratodactyl on the wall, and uh, we were stuck in there. Pterodactyl? Yeah, I, I don't think that's real, man. <laughs> it, it is now. It is now, and uh, it, we we were stuck in this thing in this torrential downpour. And it was just the most fun we ever had. My two-and-a-half-year-old daughter and me walking around in this cave uh, exploring. And, and it wasn't as big as, you know, I don't know, a storage shed. It wasn't that big. But nobody else was in there. And we're walking around and going through all these different little areas. And and, uh, and we we found this uh, this one portal that we could see all the people waiting in line underneath trying. You know, they wouldn't let anybody in. But we were stuck in. And so I had my daughter uh, – my daughter – mimic me and she started doing like a dinosaur growl at all the people <laughs> like <laughs> with her hands and everything and it was hilarious and um somebody was like yelling us are you guys stuck and i'm like no i think we're fine you know <laughs> it was some blonde lady some blonde lady I, I you'll find out later i have a i have a problem with blonde moms uh because first of all there are no blonde mothers not real blonde mothers but uh it's the soccer mom blonde mom 
person. Mm. They're probably great until they get to Disney World, and then it's like, this is all about my kids, and you must be destroyed if you get in line in front of my kids. But uh, <laughs> anyway, now that's of course after that's of course after they drove their big SUV and drove you off the road to get their kids to Disney. Absolutely, World, so. you know. But uh, we took we actually took the buses and the shuttles and the monorails and all that. We never rented a car, and it was awesome. It's pretty good. We used their inner park transportation which i realize they offer for free because if you depend on that from the airport to the park you know park to park to the resorts back uh if you do that that means disney gets all your money you can't share your money with anybody else because you ain't getting over to any of the other parks uh from without with disney's help anyway but anyway that's my weekly update i mean there, there, there's some more stuff later but i'm just gonna have to leave you with that for today okay folks can you can you just handle that can you just give me some stinking, give me some stinking credit here? I'm, I'm sleepy. I was really hoping I'd have Columbus Day off because Columbus Day is so awesome. I mean, I did, I wasn't able to do any of my regular celebratory acts that you, know, you normally do on Columbus Day. Well, you know what, and and that's the thing. This is a great day because Columbus Day is also shared with Canada. We let you guys celebrate it too. Well, actually, today is technically uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. No way. Is what today is. Yep. Yeah, we actually have ours in October instead of November like you guys. Sweet. So what did Pocahontas do for you guys? You know what Thanksgiving's about? I kind of forgot. No? Okay. You're, you're, you're too far into the Disney move now. and now guess. And Thanksgiving's about Pocahontas and, you know... It, I had Simba in the backyard earlier and, you know, dancing around for me. It's being Chris, Christmas is about the nightmare before Christmas. Yeah, I totally <laughs> lost the true meaning of everything. All right, so what's your weekly update there, Trev? Well, uh, I hate to, you know, of course it's going to be, um, it, it's a kid thing. That's fine. But uh, We like but, kids. Uh, yeah, a couple days ago, um, we're gearing up our daughter, who's two and a half. She'll be three in December here for her first Halloween because so we didn't take her out last year because she was just too young to even bother with it. Mm-hmm. Although actually, in retrospect, it probably wouldn't wouldn't have been a bad idea because I could have brought her out, said, "Hey, look at the cute kid," and got candy, yeah. which would have been good. But but uh, this year we're actually going to bring her out. So she was over talking to my wife the other day, and she said, "Mommy, what's trick or treating?" Because she had said, "You know, you're going to go trick or treating when you dress, you know, dress up in your pretty costume." And uh, my wife said to me, uh, "Go ask Daddy." I say, like, okay. How am I going to explain this so you know so she can understand what's going to go on? She sends you. She sends you to the to you like she was asking where the babies come from or something. I'm waiting for that. I mean, I have I have two daughters, and so I'm going to you know I'm going to do. Go ask your uh, dad. I'm I'm too ashamed. It's too. I'm not ready for this. It's too complicated. Go ask your father. Okay, dear. She's only three, and I'm still dre- I'm already dreading when they grow up. Trick or treating is something you have to wait for until you're married. <laughs> anyway. so, so she comes over to me and I explained to her I said well you know and I, and I tried to yeah, my daughter's actually very comprehending of like full sentences like, we don't dumb it down for her for some reason she ended up being really smart don't know where she got it from but <laughs> I don't know maybe, maybe she got some American in her I don't know oh I don't yeah that, that's definitely where all <laughs> the brains come from in the world go ahead but uh, so I said to her, I said, well, it's when you dress up in your, you know, your nice costume and you, um, you know, and, and you're going to go around from house to house and you're going to go up to the nice people's houses and you're going to say trick or treat and they're going to give you, you know, they're going to give you some candy and then you're going to say thank you and you're going to move on. 
So she went back over to my wife and, and you know, she said, so what, what did daddy say? What, you know, what's trick-or-treating? And my daughter looks at her and says, Daddy said candy. <laughs> That's the only thing she got out of my entire conversation was the fact that I said candy. She's like, okay, there we go. Trick-or-treating is candy. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, she did. Um, what was it? Far Side, the old Far Side cartoons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was like what we – it was a guy trying to talk to his dog. And he's like, Rover, you did a bad thing. You need to do this, Rover. And all. And it says what the dog hears. And it was Rover, 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 Rover. So yeah, kids, uh, kids and candy. I, you know, I'm a kids pastor, and every year, undoubtedly, I get somebody asking me, you know, what do you think about Halloween? Is it of the devil? Is it, you know, this, that, and the other? And I'm like, dude, no matter what anybody attaches to it, the most important thing for kids is dressing up in that cutie costume and getting the candy. That's all they care about. So you can attach anything you want to do it, and they will ignore the heck out of it and go straight for the candy. So. Yeah, I don't stress too much about Halloween. I actually enjoy it. We're doing something here in our neck of the woods where we're, uh, we're gonna let a, we're gonna make it available for kids to have a safe trick or treating experience, and we're looking forward to that. So it'll be pretty fun. But uh, it is actually time for something to do that doesn't involve Halloween. It's the featured story. Before we get started, let me let me just stop for a moment and, and say hi to all the people in the chat room. We have people on stickcam.com, S-T-I-C-K-A-M.com with us tonight. Let me see. I got a couple of random people that I don't know. They're, they're just up. Oh, one of them just left. Uh, we got Koichin. We got Miss Lisa on the cam tonight. Uh, homeschool nerd. Marbles is back. North Star Hero is with us. And, of course, our illustrious guest host Ratface. so uh, illustrious we're getting better i like it we're trying i'm trying to be respectful of you i really am because <laughs> i do appreciate it it's a great thing but our featured story today is actually going to be a mishmash a pish posh a a uh, a crucible a uh, cornucopia of stories from uh from my experiences at the world of disney you know, a lot has happened since Walt died. And, you know, if they could have kept his brain alive in a jar, as I've heard they have thought about doing or did do or something, I don't think as many things would have changed at Disney World because the original concept of Disney was amazing. I mean, this guy who had family values, he was creative, he was an awesome showman. Anybody that wants uh, to, you know, figure out how to be creative, you just need to study the work and life of Walt Disney Uh but a lot of stuff has changed since he since he departed, and uh, mostly I think there's too many people gone. It's it used to be that when you went to Disney World, there was a time you could go where nobody else was there, and that was the magic month of September. But Disney doesn't want there to be a time when nobody goes because that means that they're not making money, and uh, so they fixed that junk. They've got this brand new thing, this meal plan, which basically allows you to have like a buffet every single day at every single restaurant and they have made thousands and millions of people be very interested in coming to Disney World to get fatter instead of staying at their local, you know, Sizzler. And so we actually moved our time back a little bit. And uh, we had about three days between the time that this special promotion was over and this magical moment of October 3rd. Now, 
our people in the chat room, Miss Elise is going to have to help me with this one because she's from the UK area. What is it that is so flipping amazing for the old English people about October the 3rd that makes them, as a country, decide to get on planes and come to Disney World all at one time? What is that? She's laughing because she knows there's something going on over there. Because I'm telling you, we had the place to ourselves Monday and Tuesday or so. But then October 3rd pops around. All of a sudden, the Pop Century Resort Hotel had more accents than Africa. It was crazy. (laughs) There were Irish people, not very many. um, And there was all these English people just running around, spending money like mad. So, okay, it's two weeks off of work for English people on October 3rd. So I wasn't imagining things. What is the heck? What the, what's the deal? Don't you guys have your own Disney World? I'm not complaining. You <laughs> shared my language. It works really well. I thought you guys had Euro Disney. Aren't you all kind of together? Aren't you all friends? Come on, answer me quickly. Type faster. <laughs> Quit laughing and type. I'm just asking. I need to know this before you can move on. No, they're not connected. Okay, well, yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's on their side of the pond, so I mean, it, it's Euro Disney, which isn't. I've heard it stinks. Good, it but, but yeah, it must stink badly for you to want to come all the way over here. I don't know, I don't know, but they they were just everywhere, and I've noticed something, and and I may take some flack for this, but the little I, I thought that the teeny boppers in America dressed way too scantily for their own good. But you haven't seen anything until you've seen the little English chicks flopping around. I shouldn't say flopping. That that, <laughs> that makes it sound like they're old, but just spriting around in there. I mean, I didn't know pants could go any lower and uh, than, than they actually have. But anyway, my brother says it's just the way it is over there. So uh, I know now what I have to fight against once my daughter gets older because we're probably about 10 years behind them in our fashions. See, I'm hoping that by the time our daughters get old enough that, you know, they start dressing themselves and stuff, that, like, the complete cover-up is going to be back in fashion. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because there's going to come a point where things are going to get so small that we're going to be freezing to death. The women are going to be freezing, literally freezing to death. We will find scantily clad frozen women on subways and in back alleys and in their own houses. And it'll just the women's rights movement will step up and say, "Okay, we got to put on some clothes. We got to do this. Not and it won't have anything to do with morality or decency. I I, kind of hope it does, just given my personal preferences on the topic. But uh, I think it'll just be out of raw necessity. You know, we're freezing we're freezing our buns off here, literally. So we can say buns on the podcast. It's okay. Excellent. Um, that's good. Anyway, I'm just gonna go through I have a bullet list. I have a list. Hear that? That's that's the sound of a list that's for those sound of you a that list, aren't with us live. <laughs> I have a list here, so I'm just gonna kinda go through them. Um first things first, I've been to Florida. I was raised in Florida. I lived in Florida. It rains a lot in Florida, but it's never rained on my parade. It's never rained on my vacation. It rained. It rained the entire week. And so as I tell these stories, you have to imagine that everything is wet, that the humidity is at 100%, and that it's also hot. Because when it rains in Florida, guys, it is possible. It is completely possible for the sun to be shining at 100% as if it wasn't raining and it be raining cats and dogs at the same exact time. And it's not a very peaceful rain. 
and dare I say, it's not a chocolate rain. It is a rain <laughs> that is hot, and, and it just makes the air around you sticky. And then the worst trick Florida can play on you is not the torrential downpour. You can accept that. But mm-hmm. it's this little drizzle rain that just stays all stinking day to where you're not wet, and so you can walk around in it, but you're not quite dry either. It's It makes your entire body feel like it's a big old armpit, a moist armpit. That is the feeling. And then if you add jeans to that, it just gets even worse because cotton, you know, the touch, the feel of cotton, it's not a good thing in Florida. But people don't know that. People don't know that. Um, so anyway, we're here's an example of what's going down. We bought ponchos. But ponchos, buying ponchos only guarantees one thing. It means if you have them, it will not rain. But if you forget them, it will rain. So ponchos are simply insurance against against the rain. Well, that seems like a fairly fair deal, though. I mean, if you can buy the poncho, bring the poncho, and it's not going to rain, sounds like a pretty good deal to me. But here's the deal. We're at Downtown Disney. I see something cool. I want to take a picture of it. I stop. I take the picture. We have no ponchos because everything in downtown Disney, for the most part, is inside, or at least you have access pretty quick to an area that is inside. But anyway, it starts raining, and I find that my family is under an awning in front of a store uh, along the side of the store with no doors, and it just goes from nothing to 900,000 drops a second. And we're stuck under this awning for like 10 minutes and it's raining on us and all we all we can watch is this video of stitch looping behind us and there's water coming in and our shoes are getting drenched and it was just a terrible thing so that was that was a that was a bad thing and then we run in the store we finally just go for it go for broke and you can get drenched in nine nine milliseconds we go in and of course it's the door that's decorated with skulls and dead pirates themed after you know uh pirates of the caribbean so my daughter mm. you know we just went from one hades to another as far as she knew and uh <laughs> these stinking things are animatronically animated so they're shaking the cage that they're behind in the jail cell it was it was just horrifying so i just covered her eyes up as we went through but she still saw she saw the i can just see it yeah it's like come on come on we've got to be safe i'm gonna save you i'm your daddy look i'll save you here uh-oh <laughs> Take me back into the freezing rain. What kind of protection are you offering? So, uh, anyway, oh, and the other thing is since it rained, um, not only, you know, it just it shut down a lot of attractions a lot of times, like Test Track. I did eventually get to ride it. It's an awesome ride where you go from, like, zero to 65 miles an hour in a few seconds, and then it just keeps going. It's an awesome ride, but they won't run it in the rain. But also, there were other attractions that I thought they should have shut down in the rain, and they didn't. And But we, go, we went ahead and censored ourselves. One of those attractions, the only one I could think of, was the petting zoo. When it's raining... <laughs> And you have a petting zoo. Rain plus petting zoo equals wet sheep. <laughs> and we've already talked about cotton. Wool is even worse, especially when it's still growing on an animal. There's just no way I went even close to that. You have to get on a train to even go to the petting zoo. It's like at this island in the in the theme park. Uh, we didn't even bother because it's like I just I'm not going to go over there to go play around with a wet sheep. Not unless, you know, I don't know, not unless there's some benefit. I don't know. I can't think of walking any. Around in, walking around in the mud and you know, petting wet goats. and it, Yeah, no, not not good at all. Well, nobody and, and goes for the goats anyway. 
Goat, nobody goes for the goats. The goats are the 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 devil of the of the uh, of the petting zoo. Every child that's ever been to a petting zoo knows they will eat your coke. Like if you had, they used to be able to take food in, you know, and they ate my coke one time, and then they start eating your clothes. Goats are evil, and the sheep are okay. Um, they just want your food. You're talking about being fixated on candy you know sheep just want you for the for the mullet that you give them or whatever the millet not mullets you're gonna give the sheep mullets are you that's <laughs> but yeah wet sheep not not exactly what walt disney expected but i did hear actually back when disney first started world walt disney world started he actually had it set up to where you could fish he had a stocked pond in uh mm-hmm. in the america part of it and people, he had to shut it down because he, he wanted to provide a family-friendly opportunity for parents to fish with their kids, you know, and because uh, that's what you want to do when you go to Disney World is fish. But people were catching the fish and throwing them in the trash cans because they wouldn't no. want to carry them around all week so, or all day. Nowadays, now that if you buy something, they'll send it to the front. But I can't mm-hmm. imagine them doing that with catfish. I'm sorry, that would be terrible. No. <laughs> And, uh, so, okay, okay, here's just a random thing. I saw, Trevor, have you ever seen people, I don't know, maybe your kids do this, and I'm going to have to tread lightly here. Do any of your <laughs> kids, I'll just say this, my daughter stopped using a pacifier as soon as humanly possible because my family has, like, problems with addictions. I don't know, it's, like, built into us. Like I used to bite my fingernails relentlessly till they bled until like three years ago, and I finally quit. My brother had a blankie until he was like sixteen. David, yes, David Kennison. He said it on the podcast before. Um, and you know, I had a sibling that sucked her thumb until she was until her thirtieth birthday. I don't know when she quit, if she quit. But uh, so obviously, I got issues with the pacifier, and as soon as it wasn't necessary, we pulled it. I saw a seven or eight year old kid with a pacifier on the bus at Disney World. Holy! Am I alone in thinking that is beyond ridiculous? That's just wrong. Oh my gosh! Yeah. we actually we, we had lucky with ours. We uh, neither of our children actually went to the pacifier, so we lucked out on that one because we we were the same thing. We didn't want to, any part of that because yeah, you know, it messes up your teeth. It, I mean, well, they it, say it that. Just, it doesn't. It's worth it if it does, just for a little while. But, I mean, we pulled it immediately. But, I mean, I've seen three-year-olds and four-year-olds, and I, I hate seeing that because it, it is an addictive thing. I hate thumb, I hate thumb sucking. I hate blankies. I hate, you know, I don't even want her to carry the same doll three, three or four days in a row. I mean, my daughter even got addic- kind of got hooked on having Band-Aids on her knees and I pulled them off and you thought I'd, you know, rip the needles out of her arms or something. She freaked out. I'm like, you don't need band-aids. So anyway, so she's definitely got the gene, the addiction gene, whatever that is. So yeah, seven year old boy with a pacifier. That's what Walt Disney had in mind. He's going to start a ride. It's carousel, carousel progress. (laughs) Just put that in there. It's one of my favorite rides. I think what he actually had in mind is he had seven-year-olds with pacifiers petting wet sheep. That, that's, <laughs> that's that's Walt Disney right there. Put that in Disney Quest. You can have a virtual <laughs> version. Anyway, oh, I, I actually put this on the blog. And uh, let me put a little hit in for NLCast.com. If you guys listen to the show and you don't subscribe to the website, you ought to check it out. At least once a day, I have a um, 
I put a feature up there, something I found on the internet or a story that, that happens during the week. And you can check that out and you can subscribe and become a part of the community. But if you're not, I, um, I put a little post up there about these rednecks. I, I went to, um, what's it called? The haunted mansion, one of my favorite rides and they've updated it and it's just a whole lot better. They've added some surround sound. They've brightened it up a little bit so you can see it better. Uh, they added this whole new scene uh, about a bride that apparently has killed all our husbands and it's just really spooky and fun. But that wasn't the great part. The great part was afterwards when I'm coming out and, and I'm switching places with my wife because we weren't going to let my daughter go on this thing. There is a, an entire tribe, a family of rednecks. And I don't even know if that's the right word because in Georgia we call them rednecks. Around here in the Midwest they're hillbillies. I don't know what they were. But they they were you could just tell that <laughs> this was their first time in Disney World. Period. Uh, they'd probably mm. scraped up the money to go, you know, sold off a couple of kids and teeth, and and they'd made it here. And uh, <laughs> half the family had gone on the ride; the other half hadn't. And it was just hilarious watching the half that had gone talk to the half that was too scared to go. Okay, so there's a dad and an older brother, and then there's a younger brother, a mom, and a couple of kids or whatever. And and he comes out, and he, he, all I hear is, uh, you know, it wasn't even that scary. It was kind of funny, actually. And the little boy's going, "Yeah, well, I know, but I just I'm not scared. I figured it would be like that." And and they start fighting back and forth, and oh, you're just a wimpy cuss. You don't know nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, I do. Well, and mom's in there somewhere, like I just don't think it's time for us to do this. I think we should go over to the Hall of Presidents. And then suddenly the dad breaks in. And he's like, "All right, everybody, get!" And he swings his arm in the direction of the haunted mansion and i realize he has decided right there we're all going on the dang ride he apparently approved and uh and went ahead and made a a a decision for his family in a way only a southern man can and uh, it was just hilarious because right after he said that boom half the kids who had gone on it are celebrating and the other half included the mom and the younger kids are, are almost crying because they don't want to go <laughs> specifically the one boy that said he wasn't scared was very uh very obviously scared and i was just laughing so hard those people could have been disney employees for all i knew but i doubt it they didn't have the name <laughs> badges and they weren't telling me i was parking my stroller in the wrong spot I got no did problem. That, that, did that happen a lot? God, dude, I have no problem with most of the employees at Disney World uh, because unlike most theme parks, teenagers don't run the world at Disney. Uh, but, dude, it's like you we rented our stroller from Disney because you don't have to carry it around and you can check them out and check them in when you swap parks. And it's like they're – Ugh, you want to carry your child in the thing so you don't have to wait in line holding your kid. And they're just like, stroller parking's over there. It's over there on the other side of the park, hidden behind some sort of place right next to the smokers. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I heard on another podcast that I listened to that they are taking – they're doing a focus group um, – of 10,000 mothers and they're going to ask them how they can improve the parks. And I swear they need to, they need to really work on that. This isn't funny. It's just my political rant of the day because at the the, uh, animal kingdom, they have a line you stand in and for like three quarters of it, you can have your, your carriage, your cart, your, your baby stroller with you. And then they have people take your stroller from you and park it for you. They have valet stroller parking in the line 
for the uh, what do they call it? The, the it's the animal ride where you go and look at animals. The safari. They have valet stroller parking, and that's stinking amazing. Why couldn't they do that for everybody rather than yelling at us for not See, knowing? That makes, that makes total sense. I mean, you know, like what do you, what's the point of having the stroller if the worst part when you're standing still, yeah, exactly. you can't have your kid in there? Dude, you know oh, I, mean? I had to hold my kid, and she, she weighs 9 million pounds, as most of you know. <laughs> it was horrible. My my right arm is just killing me. I, I'm going to have to have another child just so I can balance it out and carry both and put the heavy one on the other side. But anyway, uh, so the rednecks were funny. Oh, dude, this is a small little story. But we rode the Buzz Lightyear ride. It's this ride that actually used to be a Delta Airlines flying ride. It's weird. They've changed it and now it's Buzz Lightyear. You go in there, you shoot stuff. People that have gone will know what I'm talking about. But at the end of it, they have these characters that you can take pictures with, you know, kind of embedded into the wall. And one of them is Zerg and he's behind bars. And so naturally I wanted Jenna to get up into the bars like she was in jail with him and she was a little freaked out but she's getting really brave and I was very proud of her when she slipped through the bars she turned around and grabbed him well I'm trying to get her to smile and we've learned that saying cheese doesn't work she doesn't understand it so we started saying (laughs) monsters because of Monsters Inc and whenever she hears monsters she smiles right and so okay imagine this my wife is trying to get her to smile at the same moment so she says monsters and at the same moment i'm really overcome with a case of how cute she is and so i go oh so my daughter who has her back to zerg this big giant 3d character hears monsters ah! and she freaks out she just did a, a full body shake i mean like violently racking back and forth trying to pull herself through the bars and look and it's that thing where your neck is so frozen that you can't turn around to look but she finally managed to turn around and look and she realized that everything was fine but you know i was very proud of her because even though she had the living crap scared out of her she did let me take two pictures and so uh that was hilarious zerg attacked my daughter so uh monsters ah so now the uh, now the other question there is now did you get your picture taken with buzz lightyear being you know that you're a big buzz fan i got my picture taken with buzz several years ago uh before jenna was born and i was extremely excited and the picture proves that that i was very very excited i look like i'm seven years old and and like i don't know i'm embarrassed about the picture because i was that excited about it there's a whole story there, but um, I couldn't do that again. It it's, it doesn't make me feel or look very manly. So uh, I, I it's just not it's not good. Maybe I'll scan the picture and put it up on the internet and let people mock me publicly. I, I'm I'm up for that. But yeah, I I didn't. I'm I mean we got a family picture with like a 3D version of him that was downtown Disney um, that some random dude decided he wanted to help us take, and we were really scared about giving him our camera, but he did okay. <laughs> So, but anyway, park people. I, I mentioned park uh, park employees, the cast members. They're mostly pretty cool. There's good ones and bad ones, but everybody out there that is not an employee, all the tourists are horrible, horrible. Oh my gosh! I got in an argument one time with a with a coworker because I was trying to tell him that something he wanted to do wouldn't work, and and I. I used an example because we've tried that with our kids and his response was, um, well, hopefully these are adults we're talking about. And so we won't have a problem with that. And I walked away from that very frustrated because secretly all adults are, are older children. 
That's all we are. It's older kids. Some, some not so secretly. I'm not. I'm. I'm not even secretly. I'm just a big kid. Well, there's a lot of people that that try to act like they were never children. They just popped out full grown. Um, but you, you, if you need proof that this is the case, go to an airport or go stinking hang out anywhere at Disney World because everybody turns into a flipping kindergartner. It's like me, me first. I was here first. I want to do it my way. I want everything right. I mean, people are cutting in line. People are being stupid. Um, oh my gosh! If if you sit close to them, if you stand close to them, if you accidentally do anything, it's just absolutely stupid, terrible, horrible. And um, I one example was my daughter and my family and I were waiting in line for like forty minutes on the side of the road waiting for the high school musical two production to go past like a like a play or, or like a it was like gonna be a, a a parade and a play kind of combined and people started trying to butt in and trying to get in and scoot next to us and stuff and I finally I just went off on this lady and I am not I you heard me on the last episode I do not like getting in trouble I do not like I would rather give up my spot than than have to have any but I'd finally had enough mm. and I looked at this lady and I just said look cuz she just wedged herself in between me and this other family and just kind of made a spot for herself and I said you know what this isn't going to happen because if you wanted to be up here front you'd have been here a half hour ago like the rest of us were and the lady the other family goes yeah it's a good thing my husband's not here and and I have to correct that it sounded like somebody from Marbles family saying it because this was a new york family and she goes yeah it's a good yeah i don't i can't even do the accent but she was like yeah it's a good thing my husband's not here and we literally scared the lady off and she left and we were victorious and me and the other new york family we kind of became like this super team this super homeschool (laughs) high school musical team where we were able to shirk and shot and, and just throw off any kind of people that came in late. And we watched the high school musical show together as a team and we made it work, you know, and, uh, and actually Jenna at the end of it, they pulled kids up and Jenna got pulled up and she got to dance with the high school musical kids. And it was awesome. They weren't the real things, but Jenna thought so. Jenna thought, Jenna thought she danced with Gabriella Montez or as she says, Gabriella. So worked out. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, and and being the great father that I am, I'm probably a better father than I am a husband, and I'm working on that. But uh, I immediately went out and bought her a very overpriced High School Musical T-shirt, and it was a little too big for her, and so we tied it up like you do for little girls, and it, and so now then she was like, my my shirt has a ponytail, and so that was kind of funny. <laughs> See, that should have been my weekly update. Okay, so I'm gonna need to get through this thing. The last one I will tell you about is the buses the buses we took the buses between the actually this is not going to be the last thing but we took buses between each park and constantly back and forth and and it just gets so old to hear the same safety warnings that they play every single time you get on the bus Hmm. and it was like so i started making fun of them and here's what i came up with um We'd like, to, uh, we'd like to thank you for joining, uh, you know, Disney Transportation. We're glad you're here. We're going to be going to the Pop Century Hotel. If you are sitting, we do ask that you sit, uh, you know, throughout the ride. If you are standing, we do ask that you sit on the person next to you. Because what they would actually say was, we, you know, just hold on to the handrails and stand firmly and blah, 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 blah. And I really wanted to hear one of them say, yeah, if you're standing, please sit on the person next to you. Because they about were anyway. And there's nothing worse than 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 damp. I did say damp, damp tourist booty next to you. 
It's just gross. <laughs> Nasty. It's just close to you, and it's bad. And um, but at least at least you know if I got to be around foreigners, uh, I want the English, and because they they bathe. There are there are people that don't, and I'm not going to name any specific cultures because that would be terrible. Um, because it, it's not restricted to just one culture anyway. I got people in my own city that don't bathe regularly, and and they make more money than I do. Um, but yeah, this is bad news. Uh, okay, here's the here's the last big story. On the last day, I we get up there and I put my card into the slot. You have to stick your finger down so that they can pretend they're taking your temperature or something. I don't know what they do, but they somehow confirm that it's your card that you haven't shared it with anybody else. And uh, it's not working. And so the lady comes over and looks because she's spread out between three or four of these things. And she said it's like self-check-in instead of self-check-out at Walmart. And she says, oh, it's saying that your card is not a ticket, that it's a room key. And sure enough, it was. I had stinking left my ticket all the way back at the stupid room. I mean, we'd waited in line for 20 minutes. We'd had a 20-minute bus ride. It had taken us 20 minutes to get on the monorail to the front gate, and I'm not going to do all that again both ways to go get my ticket. So we go up to customer service, and I get this lady from the Netherlands. Okay, if you're from the Netherlands, I just want to say I don't blame all of you for the behavior of this woman. And when I mock her and make fun of her, I'm not making fun of everyone. It's just her because she was a living, breathing butthole in my family we call those L- <laughs> lbbs okay so she was an lbb and um so anyway I, I i go up there and i'm like ma'am i lost my ticket and she knows more than i do and she's dealt with me a hundred times over she thinks hold on oh we're good Ooh, mm. we had a weirdness with the uh with the recording but anyway i'm a nameless faceless person she knows me i have no- uh. <laughs> Okay, I'm a nameless, face, faceless person. She doesn't care. All my problems have been answered before. So she interrupts me and says, sir, if you've lost your ticket, uh, did you buy it on a credit card? Did you buy any other tickets at the same time? And yes, I did. Okay, well, I need that ticket. And so um, I go and I holler at Jen, who's already inside. She's already gone through baggage claim or whatever else they do, security. And uh, I get the ticket and I run it up there. And she says, um, sir, I'm sorry, but this ticket was purchased all by itself a year ago. And because I had told her, yeah, we we bought two tickets at the same time. Like three years ago, we bought seven-day park hoppers, and we've been back every year. And so, so she scans the thing, and that's what she says. She says, I'm sorry, sir. This was bought a year ago, and it's only one ticket, and I can't help you. And she shuts me down. And so I'm like, no, ma'am, I've already told you. We bought these three years ago. But I'm as I'm talking, here's what she's saying. Sir, I have news for you. Sir, I have news for you. Sir, I have news for you. I have news for you. <laughs> You are stupid. She sounds like Dexter from Dexter's Lab. You are stupid. You are stupid. And in case you forget, you are stupid. But she was she was just like, um, sir, I have news for you. This was bought one year ago. And because there is no other tickets bought and you are the only ticket and you, you cannot come into my park. You are not Disney material. And so I was very upset. That was like a Russian-esque, messed up, jacked up Norwegian accent. But I don't know what they. And, and there about. was some there was some Irish in there too, I think. But so. I only knew she was Norwegian because it it has their hometown on their badge. So uh, apparently it went over very well because most people are laughing right now. Marbles is picking his teeth, but other than that, all, everybody else is laughing. <laughs> other than him, we're good. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> four, three out of four people approve. But I have news for you. And and I was like, oh, I just wanted to reach through the, the hole because they didn't have the vent. It was just an open hole in the glass. I wanted to reach through it. It had just enough room for my fist. But I don't hit ladies, especially people from Norwegia. 
And so I didn't do that. But, uh, okay, so anyway, she shuts me down and she's like, sir, you have two options. You can buy another ticket and then when you can produce proof, we will give you credit on for an extra day. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Or you can go back to your room. You can go to your room, you bad boy, trying to sneak into my park. There's a pirate <laughs> accent mixed in there now. <laughs> I am I am every man. that They need to have me like bring peace to the world because I have See, every you, you could be that entire it's a small world's ride all, <laughs> all by yourself time. man <laughs> my daughter loved that stinking ride we rode that thing so many times anyway uh, don't ever watch what not to wear and then go through it's a small world but because it's just like full of things not to wear according to Disney every black American every African American or African rather has red curly hair that's what I realized and they have the same skin tone as everybody in Australia. Australia was summarized by a dingo, a uh, a kangaroo, and a kid with a boomerang. And and Ireland is summarized with four characters and three of them are leprechauns. So you tell me, <laughs> would you take your Irish friends through it's a small world? I don't think so. But anyway, now, uh, actually, now the question is: Now, how do they uh, symbolize Canada? That's what I want to know because I've never been I there. I don't, so. I don't think it made it, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, because we're we're just we're just America's hat. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a, you're a big fluffy hat with the with the wool around the back and the sides. <laughs> yeah, little air muff things down there. Yeah, yeah, whatever those are. Anyway, <laughs> so I did um, eventually. Uh, I went back and talked to my wife and she jumped over the rail and therefore voiding herself from the park. She was not allowed to be in the park anymore. We found, we went to somebody else that was American. We, we checked his badge first and, uh, he might've been from Canada. I can't tell. Can't tell the difference. Skin tone. So, so I think it's the, it, it, their symbol is like the American flag with a little hat on top of it. A little Mickey ear hat. Uh, anyway, so, uh, the guy, you know, long story short, the guy figured it out that, you know, we were able to tell him that we reissued a ticket the year before. And that's why it said that. And he printed me a ticket and I got to go in and I wanted to go by the window to the Norwegian lady and just, uh, I just wanted to go to her and say, I have news for you, ma'am. I have news for you. I got back into I'm your park. Into your park. <laughs> that's right. Dadgummit. <laughs> the entire, I mean, for like 15 minutes though, I'm, I'm so mad at this lady and it just destroyed everything, uh, for a while. Cause it took all the way down main street before I could, you know, really get over the fact that I have news for you. I have, why couldn't she have said something like, sir, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I have to let you know that this isn't working. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so anywho, uh, and then, and then there was just some point in Animal Kingdom when I was sitting in in the Nemo musical. Okay, the Nemo musical is giant puppets operated by people that are in costume as well. It's kind of a, an Asian uh, influence thing, you know, with the theater, with the dragon and whole thing. Except it's fish, and it's actually really amazing. But there was a point I just sat there and go, I am waiting to watch grown people dressed as fish. To I'm, I'm waiting for them to sing to me. That's what I'm waiting for, and and out of context, that would just be a really weird thing. So yeah, but in, inside of context, it just means that you're a dad. Oh, but it was a really good show. If you go to Disney World, I waited in line for 45 minutes for that thing, and that's the longest I waited for anything, and it was very worth it. I the Lion King show was amazing, but I got to say Nemo, Nemo was even better. It was great. So. We have a lot of stuff to do. Those were our featured stories. It was just a plethora, just a splattering, a slathering of, of Disney, Disney-esque cornucopiae, uh, multiple cornucopies. 
of stuff to tell you about about Disney. So if you ever get to go, go. It's awesome. If you don't, don't feel too bad. It's not it's not that great. So I'm just telling you that so you don't feel poor. We have a I've lot of stuff, and we're already stinking 53 minutes into it as far as I know. I'm going to get through some news real quick, but first I have to do this. Up next, news ENV mail. All right, it's time for news ENV mail. First of all, the news. The biggest thing I want to tell you guys about is I've started a brand new artistic endeavor called drawyouapicture.com. Many times I, on this show, I've offered to draw you a picture if you did something for me because we are poor and we don't have proper prizes. Very few of you have actually taken me up on that, but now is your chance to get a picture drawn by me. We are I'm doing something called nobodies. I'm drawing these headshot characters. They're kind of cute. And uh, you can check them out at nobody. Um, nobody's listening. You could go to drawyouapicture.com and check those out. And for a, one low price, you get to customize a character for yourself. I've had one order so far, and that's pretty good because all I've done is promote it on the website. Um, and for instance, somebody just ordered one, and they're obviously doing it for their husband because they have a. You get to pick a name. You get to pick the title. You get to pick characteristics uh, and items that you want in the picture. I will cut. I will paint this thing electronically. And then you'll have to decide if you like the way I work or not. And then I will print this out on a giant poster. It's like 22 by 33 or something like that. And I will sign that myself and date it and then ship it out to you. So if that's something that you would like to do for yourself or for a loved one, somebody that's graduating, some you know kid that went to his first day of school, somebody that had a wonderful time at Disney and got rained on the entire time, it's up to you. But check that out. That was drawyouapicture.com. I also want to say that Nobody's Listening is a member of the Geek Media. And you would be very wise to go to thegeekmedia.com. Check out all the other uh, blogs and the thing about the Geek Media is it's not just a podcast media group. It is There's people that make movies. There's people that do um, blogs. There's videos. There's people that do music. And it's just a really cool group of people. And actually, I'm going to have Minuet, one of the leaders of that uh, movement, on the uh, podcast here at the end of the month. So uh, that's it. Also, we want to say happy birthday to Miss Lisa, who is with us in the uh, chat rooms today. She is turning 19. And uh, we're very proud of her. I mean, she worked really hard to get there. And because uh, if you don't, that you don't get a birthday. Apparently, I don't know. But congratulations, happy birthday, Miss Lisa. Yay. And uh, she lives way overseas. And so anything I say, she can't do anything about it. But happy birthday, girl! It's awesome. Uh, we do have some emails, man. We have so many. Trevor, I'm going to read the first one, but I want you to tell me which one I'm reading first. Because we can't read them all. Too many. Um, I kind of like the one from Dana. I think it's the one, two, three, okay. fourth one down, right. both the face paint. Okay. Hey, guys, love the podcast. I'm a new listener, and I came on in on podcast number 23, which I thought was hilarious. I've only had time to download a couple more, but I'm seriously hooked. I have a funny story to tell. Here it is. Uh, I am 13 years old, and I'm pretty sure the youngest competitive kayaker in California. I had my first kayak race when I was seven and in the third grade. Yes, I did skip a grade. I had been to an assembly... And our school had one of those cheer teams, and I thought it would be awesome to have my sister be my own personal cheerleader at my first race. She was five at the time. So I got home. I found 
those I found those permanent window markers, but I thought they were face paint markers. So I covered her face in them and we went down to the race and I won first place and there was a huge celebration and all those things that come after races. The problem came when I tried to get what I thought had been face paint off of her. We tried absolutely everything, but it wouldn't come off. So she had to go to school the next week with her face covered in bad drawings and handwritings of an eight-year-old girl. So to this day, she will not forgive me, and she is still teased about it. Love your show. You keep me going during my races, and all the other contestants think I'm crazy for randomly laughing during races. Keep up the good work, Dana. You know what is awesome about that is we've had people tell us they listen to us in the weirdest places, and that is amazing. We've got people that listen with deaf kids. We've got people that listen while they're wrestling cattle. We got people that listen to us in underground bunkers in in government restricted areas, and now we got somebody that stinking kayaks and listens to us during races. That is stinking amazing. <laughs> Read us one, dude. All right, let's see what do we got here. You're right. You got a lot of a lot of input here. I have pages week. and pages. It's because I told them if they wanted to send in input, we would pick one of them to get a CD from from uh, Royal Priesthood last week. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. So I think that's the reason why. Go ahead, yeah. pick one, dude. All right. Let's see here. April wrote, A friend of mine went to the video store to get some movies while my husband stayed home with our two girls. We were walking through, at the, uh, through the new releases trying to decide what to get. He couldn't decide, so I could... Yeah, bleh. Let me try that again. <laughs> He couldn't decide, so I would see movies. Wow. I'm trying to... uh, Okay. So, he couldn't decide. Yeah. So, so what what I was interested in, so he said, hey, do you want to get, and it says insert movie, you know, the name of the title here. Right. Well, there was this girl organizing the movies on the rack beneath the movie I wanted to see. I saw the movie, and without turning to him, because I had said it so many times, I said, hey, do you want to get knocked up? (laughs) Which is obviously the name of a movie. Right, right. <laughs> the worker girl turned around and stared at me, and I looked at her and smiled and turned to my friend. I was expecting an answer, but he had a shocked look on his face instead. Oh, my goodness. I looked back at her, and she said, and she gave me a weird look and walked away. <laughs> I, fi- I finally caught on to what I had said, and it was quite, and let's just say, I was pretty embarrassed. Oh, great, great, great. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I love this one. Brandy wrote, I had to tell you guys my funny story from this past weekend. My husband and I closed on our first house a few weeks ago on a Friday morning. We left the closing and went to the U-Haul to pick up our rented trailer so we could start moving into our new house. We got our trailer. We started to drive to the house, down the highway, up the side streets. Everything was fine until we got one mile from our house. All of a sudden, my husband yells, oh, crap. That's the clean version. And started and stared out of his side window. Why am I having flashbacks to my own moving story? Sailing, That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> a mattress sailing beside her. <laughs> sailing past us as my husband slowed down was our rented U-Haul trailer. It cut across two lanes of traffic and it headed toward us. It hit the curb across the street. I watched in horror as it headed to a fire hydrant and then was relieved as it sailed past without hitting it. I thought we were in the clear as it bounced to the side street to the other side of the curb, thinking it would slow down and stop, but it kept going. Boy, do those empty trailers move fast. It hit another curb, jumped it, headed straight toward a phone pole. Thankfully, again, it sailed past the phone pole, and then there was a field on the other side of the phone pole, so it would have room to stop, right? Well, then suddenly, as it's going through the field, the thing disappears. It wasn't until we cut across all the lanes of traffic and got up on the hill that we realized that at the other side of this grassy field was a 10-foot ditch, and there it was at the bottom of it, wheels turned up sideways. He says, I wish our, our expressions 
had been on tape along with the accident. We went from gasping when it was heading toward the fire hydrant, praising the Lord as it went past the phone pole, and then totally hysterically shocked when it suddenly just disappeared. It cost us $127 to get the thing hauled out of there. Good thing we had insurance to cover the damage, and it didn't hit anybody. Thought you would enjoy that. Brandy in Kansas. Absolutely, Brandy. You can send us stories like that anytime. I know exactly what you're feeling because when that mattress went up in the air, I was just like, we're doomed. We're going to kill 17 people. And as fun as that is to do in a video game, it's not fun to do in real life. Brandy. <laughs> Let's see if we have anything else here. Uh, la, la, la. A lot of these are pretty long stories, so I'm trying to dig through yeah, them here to find yeah. there's, there's, here's, I'll just bump out a couple of small ones real quick. How about that? Um, Jan, actually, who was my secretary, started listening to the show. She writes, ah. Robert and I was doing the TV show. Uh, they do a TV show every every Saturday. I got a strange smell from our chairs. It reminded me of your first office chair when you first started working here. And it might be a great story for your podcast uh, about the butt smell chair. Just a thought. Love you, Jan. She's right. We don't have much time for it. But, yeah, my first chair when I first got here smelled like booty. Smelled really badly of Heine. And uh, it was an old chair And because when you first start, you don't get new stuff. And especially when you work in an inner city church. But the problem is I didn't know that the chair smelled of its own accord. I thought it was me. And, and so I'd be sitting there smelling this booty smell and, and working and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, i got to pray with people. I have to talk with people. Oh, my gosh. I have to say gosh. Uh, I have to pray with people and work with people. And I smell like boot. I smell like butt. I smell like button sneakers. And I, I would I would wash. I would I would wear extra deodorant. I actually considered using a loofah and body spray. And and I thought it was my shoes. I bought new shoes. Uh, I, I just went all over the place trying to figure out what this was. And finally, I got down on my hands and knees and put my nose, unfortunately, in the seat of that chair <laughs> and took a whiff. And I almost killed my own self um, because that chair had probably 10 years of butt sweat, of butt air, and, and just general bootiness all over it. And it was the chair. And I got a brand new chair. And suddenly, I it was just heaven. It was heaven. So, Jan, thank you for making me share the booty chair story. I could have just skipped Disney and told about the booty chair story. You know what? I could save myself shipping and just give her the CD. She, she's just right in the next office. <laughs> that would be a really great thing to do. Oh, man, guys, if you sent in something and I didn't read it, it's not because you stunk. It's because we didn't have time. Because Brian wrote in, I'll, I'll read Brian's. Uh, Payne wrote in, Storm wrote in, Rian from Scotland, Garrett from Georgia, uh, TJ, Morgan, all you guys. We'll just have to read it at some other time. Zachary and Zach, I'm going to read two more and then I'm going to get us out of here. Payne says, Hey, James, just wanted to say great show. Thought I would tell you that your recap song reminded me of a song, Graceland, by Paul Simon. It might end, I might send in a story this weekend, but he didn't, apparently. So. I don't know why I read that, <laughs> but uh, because it was short. Zachary and Zach, the U, the the Lucy Bros, the Lucy Brothers, they're trying to get themselves named, I suppose. Dear James, once we were with some friends hiking in a forest behind our house. We hadn't been back there in a while, so we got lost a little bit. How do you get a little bit lost? Anyway, all of a sudden, you're either lost or you're not. Yeah, exactly. It's like being wet. Um, all of a sudden, my brother hits himself and says, "Ow!" Because you can only get so wet. At one point, you're just as wet as you're ever going to be. But anyway, uh, this kid hits himself and says, ow. The other kid starts doing the same thing. Then we noticed 
we weren't just going nuts. We were actually being attacked by wasps. <laughs> we, we, how long did it take you to figure that out? Uh, <laughs> that's what I want to know. Uh, we had somehow stepped on a nest, and in the end, one person got stung ten times and another one seven times. What a mess! Dun, dun, dun. Let's just say we were pretty chewed up. <laughs> so that was from Zachary and Zach. And they, they actually, I wrote them back and asked them what the heck's up with their name. Because it's like even Zach and Cody on the Disney Channel don't have the same name. And they're twins. Um, very chubby twins, by the way. Uh, Zachary and Zach are the products of a blended family. So obviously, you know, one day when this lady met this fellow and they knew that it was much more than a hunch. But unfortunately... <laughs> Yeah, they didn't just have girls and boys. They had two guys, both named Zachary. How screwed up is that? So that's, here, that's here's not exactly a common name, though. <laughs> yeah, here's your here's your nobody's listening info for this week. A little tip from the insiders, and your inside tip is when you meet somebody and you have kids, and they have kids. First thing you have to do, ladies, is you have to make sure that your kid's new last name doesn't rhyme with their first name. That's the first tip. The second one is you have to make sure his kids and your kids do not have the same name. It's just wrong. They're already feeling issues anyway because God didn't answer their prayers to bring their real dad back. But no, you're going to go ahead and replace them with someone that already has the last name that they wish they had. But anyway, this is wrong. Uh, I come from a mixed family, so I understand. I was adopted. My first original name was James Rogers. How about that? There's your little insider tip. It's time to get out of here. We got a lot to do and a lot of time, not a lot of time to do it in. We have voicemails. We're going to have to pray the play, pray those. We'll have to pray with those at we'll the end. We'll have to pray for the voicemails. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I got news for you, sir. I have news for you. I have news for you. I have news, I have news for you. I have news for you. The news I have is for you. You're an LBB. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, dude. Th- Trevor, thanks, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for uh, yeah. thanks for doing this. Um, as we say every week, unfortunately, nobody will really care that you're on the show because the sad truth is that Nobody nobody's listening. listening. Did I at least match it up there? More or less. Or... More or less. It worked. It worked. <laughs> what do you think, people? All right. Dang it. Um, we didn't give away the CD or the uh, the button. Oh, geez, the CD too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the CD, my vote for CD goes to the kayaker. All right. And the button, I'm going to have to say my vote. And you get a vote too, Trev, so don't. Yeah, I was saying, uh, do, 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 do. I like the U-Haul, Brandy. You want to do a button the, for uh, the Brandy? Yeah, for the U-Haul taking off faster. All Down right. Brandy, you get a button, send us your address, and Dana, you get a CD from it's a rappy rappy CD it's rap it's great Trevor you get one too I don't have your oh I do I do you sent yeah me I address. sent that in today that's right alright so we're now for real we're gone gum. really really yeah LBB I give news for you I have news for you, for you. you podcast people you're not worthy of my my podcast it's what the world's been waiting for the recap song I have puns for you. I have puns for you. 
out of the park. I have news for you. I have news for you. La da 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 da. I have news for you. I have news for you. La da 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 da. I have news for you. I have news for you. Well, we had way too much email to read, and I had to wait till the end. Say everything that we needed to say. Did you talk? I got much? some names out of the way, like Neil, Casey, and Jan, and Dana, and everybody else that wrote in. I'm sorry I couldn't read it all. And we have a few voicemails you'll hear. Wait after the song. Not saying they're bad, but maybe our show was a little too long to get them in. And that's okay, cause I have news for you. Don't email me anymore unless you buy a ticket. News for you, and I've got a little bit more to say. Go to drawyourpicture.com and check it out and see if that's something you'd like to do. I doubt it. It's a cool place where I will draw you a picture for only just a little bit of cash. Yeah, it'll be huge, and you will not get a rash by emailing me and checking it out. So, what will it hurt if you go over there right now? And the Geek Media, it's a place where I am a part of, and Minuet will be on my show later. And I think she wears a glove. Say something that rhymes. I don't have anything that rhymes with Minuet. Above. At least I haven't thought of it yet. Oh, there it goes. And Miss Lisa, thanks for being a part of the live show. And happy birthday, you know. Happy birthday. And I think it's time to go. It's the way I end every one of these by saying that out loud. Yeah, we know. Makes me feel better. And since these things are canned and not live, I have to kind of stick to the soundtrack. And I think I have a cool jive. Why did you say that? I have plans for you. It's so jivey. You're so stupid. I have news for you. I have news for you. I have news for you. songs are so stupid. I think they're dumb. Training is we have to go 
through this obstacle course after getting sprayed with pepper spray from ear to ear uh, and <laughs> so from station to station and doing these different moves that we've learned in the class or whatever. Uh, let me tell you, um, your, your last host, I think his name was Tom, uh, is very lucky that he didn't get a direct shot. Uh, it is like bobbing for apples in a deep, fat fryer. It is the absolute worst pain that you could feel without your skin literally melting off of your skull. Um, we go through the obstacle course, and then, you know, at the end they give you this big vat of water that you just kind of dunk your head into, uh, and the water is very soothing. However, uh, as soon as you pull out of the water, you burn again like there's no tomorrow, and some people actually don't even react until water touches uh, the, the pepper spray that's on their face. So uh, needless to say, two and a half hours later after getting sprayed, uh, worst experience of my life, but I tell you what, it gives me a new respect for... Uh, for the OC spray. I really enjoy your podcast, man. Looking forward to being on your show, and uh, keep up the good show, man. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, James. Uh, this is Josh from Salt Lake. Um, oh, uh, Stalkers. Anyway, um, I'm on my lunch break right now, and I just got some coffee from Beans and Brew, and came out to my car, and I looked to my right, and uh, there's a guy sitting in his car and he is snoozing man he is just sleeping away and he's got his seat up and he's just hunched over and little this little Asian guy and uh, his mouth is just like wide open and so what I'm going to do right here on the podcast I'm going to wake this guy up by honking my horn so uh, um, I got my car in reverse so that I can jolt out of there as soon as I do it. So here we go. Oh man, I'm nervous. Okay. One, two, three. Okay, okay, we're going. <laughs> he like jolted up and almost hit his head on the top of the car. Okay. Oh my god, I think he's following me. Alright, I gotta go. Bye bye. Hi, this is my friend Kyle, and he's scared to tell his funny last story. Okay, never mind. Wrong number. Uh, I'm hi, I am Parker. When I listen to your show, and I think it's the greatest, and it's very, very funny. I was just listening to the August. I was just listening to the one with rat face, and it's pretty funny too. Thank you, thank you for listening, and bye. But yeah, nobody just mean. Hey guys, Ozzy Josh from the forums here. Uh, I used to work in a switchboard factory for a couple of months as an apprentice electrician. Um, while I was on the job, I tore a muscle in my shoulder lifting some switchboard casings, big metal things, sucked. Um, so they didn't believe my doctor's report, they thought I was faking it or something, and they sent me to their doctor. So that means he was on their payroll, pretty much. I'd go inside the doctor's office and hand him a an envelope that was sealed with all the details of my injury and my visit and, you know, why I was there, basically. Um, he told me to sit down and he actually didn't open the envelope. So after a while he um, gets me up and says, you know, off with your shirt and starts pinching my fat. <laughs> Not that I have much, but he's, like, pinching me and taking my BMI and checking for leprosy and stuff like that. And uh, he tells me to drop my trousers and I'm like, okay... He knows what he's doing, he's probably done this before. He has a degree, I don't. 
and uh, after turning my head and coughing a few times for him, uh, we sit back down and he goes, yeah, healthy, good luck in your new job. So after about a minute of me sitting there, I turned to him and said, this is like about a shoulder injury. Why don't you read the letter I gave you? And so he reads it and he starts apologizing and went on to check my shoulder. So he thought I was actually there for pre-getting the job medical checkup. You know, check I was healthy before signing on for four years. Yeah. Anyway, love the podcast. And, um, bye. This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.